Do you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Stentley Show with Dr. James Stentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Stentley. All right. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, everyone out there listening. This is Dr. Kara Scott Dentley, and many of you have heard me before on the show. And I was here, especially it was on James Dentley's birthday, and we did a very special segment. But today I am hosting because we're doing this for, even though it's not Women's Day, Women's Day was last week, but I am going to be your host today, and I have a very special guest. Some of you have um, heard of this powerhouse before, and it is an honor and a privilege to be here with you, to share with you a young lady who I have a lot of respect for and utmost respect for because of who she is, just not even with her titles. And when you hear everything that she's been able to accomplish, you will be really just blown away. But because of who she is in her heart and in her spirit, let me just give you a little bit of background of who she is. Dr. Sonia, Dr. Sonia Stribling, is a transformation specialist, influence expert, and best-selling author known as the General to Giants. This retired Army major, recipient of the Barack Obama Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award, national speaker for the Napoleon Hill Foundation, Think and Grow Rich World Tour, TV personality, now uses her training and experience to lead thousands to their victory in dominating in their space and use their inner power to ascend to their next level in life and business. Having overcome a series of life-changing experiences at a young age, a 21-year military career, a highly decorated combat veteran with a harrowing divorce that left her financially and emotionally bankrupt. Dr. Sonia has drawn upon her past pain to connect her closer to her purpose. Her mission is to use her own journey as a means to help others ignite their inner strength and realize their true potential. In addition to being respected, a respected life and business specialist, she is the recipient of the Global Woman Influence Award and the Exceptional Woman of Excellence Award. As the chairwoman of the Born to be Powerful Academy and founder of Women Speak and Grow Rich Mastery Court, her firm's courses, events, and results-based coaching and consulting programs equips emerging and established leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs, and game changers to use and to find their power to have a fulfilled life, a booming business, and live life on their own terms. Her signature programs include Position for Power Boot Camp, Building My Empower, Empire Masterclass, Journey to Greatness, Life 180 Mastermind, The Pass Her the Mic Speaker Camp, and the Born to be Powerful Women's Summit. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome our guest, Dr. Sonia Stribling. Dr. Sonia, are Hello. you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I am great. And you were doing that introduction. I'm like, who is she talking about? Oh, my goodness. Who is this person? Who is this person she's introducing? But I'm so honored to be here today. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. James, he said, you know what? What a what 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 better way would it to be than to have a segment where two women who are pretty much cut from the same cloth, who has the yeah. same drive, the same determination yeah. to be on the same line with each other. And I said, hey, I'm all for it. Let's do it. Because I love me some Dr. Sonia Stribling. <laughs> <laughs> and I love me some, look, Dr. Cardinley. I love you too. And I love both of you, honestly. And I'm honored to be here. And I'm so excited about this show and what it's going to do and how it's going to motivate people. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's just jump right in here. You know, many times people, you know, they hear all of the accolades and they hear, you know, as we read the bios and they see the end result, mm-hmm. right? They don't see the, mm-hmm. the pieces that actually landed you here, what brought you here. Tell right. us a little bit about where you grew up. Let's, tell, let's talk about, you know, um, your childhood. Where did you grow up? The real, the down and dirty, I love that part. Well, I'm originally from a little small town called Wilson, Arkansas, population of about a thousand, maybe, we probably have nine more now since I left in 1989 to go off to college. Um, a small town again, Wilson, I am the youngest of 12 kids. Um, my mom and dad had all these babies, and so by the time they had me, which my mother had me at 45 years old, my dad was nowhere to be found, as I can remember as a little girl. So I pretty much grew up without a father in that small town. I later, um, so I, I got to share, my oldest sibling is 75, I think he turned 76 this year, and I just had a conversation with him just the other day. So again, small town, had no idea the, the biggest thing going there was working in the, the cotton gin or working at one of the local factories if you didn't go off to college to, to play a sport, honestly. Wow. So from there, now, you know, you, yeah. it, it started out, um, like most people, you know, just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. where do I go from here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, there are many people, especially women, that um, yes. have stories that they say, well, you know, the foundation, um, my dad wasn't mm-hmm. there, um, and many of yeah. them get lost in the shuffle, as many people would mm-hmm. say. But for you, it actually caused you and it uh, catapulted you in a direction to say there's more. Tell us about that. Yes. Well, you know, even though being the youngest of 12, you know, some of the things that happened along the way that really pushed me to want more, you know, I had a child at a very young age, which I was 15 years old. Um, it was a girl, a little girl giving birth. So I was a baby having a baby. I remember being strapped to the table. It's like yesterday. Every time, you know, I have to tell this story when I'm standing on stage or from a television or what have you, I just visualize being that little girl strapped to a table. You know, later on, I gave uh, birth to my first, uh, my son. And matter of fact, I gave birth during Christmas break. So I went back to school when everyone else went back to school. A couple of years later, um, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Again, my mom had me at 45, so I had a lot of free will. The baby, um, the sibling closest to me was about eight years older. Um, I was actually in a club. Now, I know there are people listening right now, and they're like, oh, my gosh. I was in a club at 17 years old on a Friday, Saturday night, um, got in the wrong car with the wrong man, and he took me to a place, actually an open field. He was supposed to take me home. He took me to an open field, and he raped and beat me and left me there for dead. Um, So I went from that extreme from 15 years old to 17, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, and my life really shifted. And it really shifted to a place of not knowing who I was, not really having any answers. But, you know, there was one thing I had that I absolutely loved that no one can take from me. It was a basketball. And when I was on the court, it took my mind off of the world that I lived in as a young woman that was growing up really fast, had so many moving pieces around me. And so when I got on the court, Everything shifted, and that was my way out of Wilson, Arkansas, for me to go to college and play college basketball. I went to a small, um, at, the, at the time it was like a junior college, but while I was there that first year, it evolved to a university, it went to four years, and that's where I stayed for four years, trying to figure out who I was, um, a couple of hours from home, wanting to go home to take care of my son, and I just remember that strong mother that I had saying, no, baby, no, you're not, you're not coming home, you're going to stay there, and I remember plenty of nights crying, not having a car, not really having any money, and just thinking, this is, there's got to be more. And shortly after the four years, I didn't graduate because didn't know anything about summer school. So in the summer, I would go home to work. And in some summers, in one particular summer, I worked in a cotton field, literally chopping cotton as a young woman. And you thought slavery days were over. However, they still had those cotton fields in Arkansas. So I just remember, like, there's got to be more. All of that, there's got to be more. So I joined the United States military. I'll pause right there. When I joined the military, that was my way out. 
I was getting out of that. I, that was going to be my freedom. And that legally gave me the right to want to fight. <laughs> so give me the, the, uh, the opportunity to kind of fight back with not just with my hands, but just with my mind and finding a way, way out of that place. Hmm. So, so from everything that you've said, um, from, you know, from step one, just look, I need mm-hmm. to find a way out. You got the basketball scholarship, um, so you were able to get out of your town to get a little bit further mm-hmm. away. And then from there, you say, you know, there has to be more. So what I'm hearing is from every step, from step A to step B, that there was always this thought process that always puts you in the what's next. There's something next. Yes. Not so much of where I am, but what's the next step? And I think that's really important, especially today, because you have people who go through so many different things, and they're just stuck. Mm -hmm. There's no what's next. So they are only looking at their current situation versus where they want to go, where they want to be, that there is a next step, that that there's more for me. So in, in that, um, I know that in, the, in a couple of minutes we'll be taking a break, but in that, there, you, when you went to the military, you became highly decorated. Mm-hmm. So there was always, obviously, yes. even in that, there was still that, mm-hmm. that push, that drive that said, what's, what's next? Tell us about that. How yeah, did you move up the ranks to just become who you are and to become the general? Well, it it was more of joining the military just gave me this edge because I felt like I was a natural born leader, but I didn't understand it then, but I just knew it was always, okay, you can't sit, you can't wait on someone to do it for you, go do it yourself. And the military really taught me how to um, really do some things that I wasn't privy to as a young woman. So going there, they taught me more leadership skills, how to be more innovative on things, how to really lead a group of people, how to have, you know, proper communication, those things. And I really excelled at it, not even knowing that I had that on the inside. So getting that training really helped me. So along the way, you know, again, just having this thing, there's got to be more. I was never satisfied. I'll be honest. Some will say that's, you know, that's negative. I count it as a positive because if I didn't have that sense of there's got to be more. I'm not satisfied here. I want more. I want better. And now I have a child. There wouldn't have been moving forward. Quickly got married in the military, but quickly progressed along the way because I went through and, and saw on the enlisted side, hey, this is great. But I saw officers, you know, these are folks that went to college for four years per se, and they're telling us what to do. And I'm like thinking, I went to school for four years. Why am I not over there? Oh, yeah, you didn't get a degree. So I went back, took a class a year. Took me three years to get those, those, those last three classes, had another child, and I went to officer candidate school, and that really changed the game. There was only a handful of, probably started out, it was probably 150 others, probably about 15, 18 women, excuse me, 22 ladies, women, girls, females, and probably about seven to 10 of us graduated. And that was another, I had more obstacles to overcome and things like that, but I made it through. I really did. And I look back and because I believed in the higher power, not to where I am, where I feel now, but it was more so there's more. And I just started beginning, begin at that moment, realized that, hey, you have a lot to do with this. You get to decide how life is for you. Join the military, got married right away. Uh, met my husband within 40 days, 45 days we were married. And so the military was a, a true turning point for me to know, wait a minute, I have everything that I absolutely need on the inside of me. There were people that were being lined up in my life to kind of show me the way of, hey, you can do better if you do this. You can do better if you speak well. You can do these things. So I'm very grateful what the military taught me along the way and exceeding, I mean, I would say expediting through the ranks very quickly. And I retired 21 years later as a major. It's not something that everybody gets the opportunity to do, but I live both sides of the track, and I'm very honored to have served my country for 21 years. Wow. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead to go to break. But before we do that, I want to tell you thank you so much for your service and for serving in the capacity that you did that you continue to do, and at the level that you do it. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go to break. We'll be back shortly.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel how do you define work is it that mundane monday through friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment achievement and purpose if you are looking to make your work life the latter tune in to working on purpose with elise cortez there are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. You're listening to Black Friday, every Friday here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Grow. Evolve. Change. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesdendleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. All right. So welcome back to the James Dentley Show. This is your host for today, Dr. Kara Scott Dentley. We have a very special guest with us today, Dr. Sonia Stribling. So we left off before we went to commercial break. We were talking about, you know, how you had certain people to pour into you um, while you were in the military to tell you certain things that could help you to elevate and that could help you to grow. And you were also talking about at that time you were a wife, you know, you um, had your children, and you were really doing very well. And you uh, that at that time there were some other things that started to happen. What actually unfolded? You know, t- take us through that process because I know in your bio you've gone through some some ups, some highs, some lows, and you mm-hmm. still winded up here. Let's talk about some of that. Okay. Well, along the shortly, not shortly after, eighteen years later, during that time frame, I deployed to um, uh, some combat tours, tour in, in Kuwait, but one of the the major ones was in Iraq. Um, came back after 18, excuse me, 15 consecutive months of being there away from my family, away from my children. And, of course, my husband at the time, we were both active duty military, and he was in a different location. So I saw him periodically a couple months at a time while we were there. But we came back. Um, shortly after we came back, we went through this period of just reintegrating with the world. You know, you're coming back from a combat area. You're coming home to family. Now you're a wife again and you're a mother. Um, and that quickly took a turn, I would say, for the worse. Um, dealing with that. And we went through a divorce a few years after that. And that was another turning point in my life that really it devastated me. I wasn't happy always. However, I didn't really, and we said we didn't believe in divorce. And I went through that hurricane of what we call the D word, that D, that tornado, that hurricane came through and just wiped out my entire family. It was really hard. It took about three years um, for the marriage to end. And during those three years, I don't remember anything but darkness. I, I remember 
uh, my children having every other weekend with their dad. And when they were away, I remember being, you know, in the house, the curtains closed and in the bed. And I, I remember getting up to go to church on Sunday, but I don't remember anything happening other than just really on my knees and saying, hey, I, I need, I got to get through this. I've been to combat. I've done this. I've been through all these other things. And again, I asked the question of, Lord, I know there's more. I know there's got to be more. And after that, after the the divorce, you know, the gavel went down and the divorce was final. Now it was on. It was on and popping, as they say. It's like, okay, I lost myself. You know, I lost houses, cars, money, all of that. Thank goodness I kept my children. I lost my sanity, but I had to get it back. So I I just went through this process of rebuilding myself and really wanting to own up to all the mistakes I'd made in the past from a very, as a little girl to at that point in my life where I know there's more. There's got to be more. And I wanted to find and get my power back. Not what I had before, but I wanted more. And I just went through the process and and wrote a book called The Divorce That Saved My Life, 12 Principles to Overcoming um, a Broken Relationship. And that's exactly what I went through. I had to find out who I was because I lost myself. And I had to realize I was more than my, at the time, my husband's wife. And I was more than my children's mother. Who was I? Went through this reinvention, uh, reinventing myself and owning my power, actually finding it and now having to own it. And power didn't stand for what everybody thinks it stood for. For me, power was learning what are the possibilities that are out there to me, the opportunities that were going to come and that I need to take advantage of, what was my, my worth, uh, my well-being, and learning more about wealth. And I wanted to know more. The, he was doing things in excellence. And I've been taught that my whole life, but really looking at what does excellence look like in my life and are knowing that I had responsibilities, not just to me, not just to my, my children, but to people because I overcome all of that. Why can I not go help someone else really figure out who they are and owning their own life? Wow. Because, you know, you talked about going from, you know, uh, all of these different steps, but everything kind of happened pretty quickly because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you became a mom pretty early, as you talked yeah. about, and then you went to the mm-hmm. military, and then from, you know, oh, no, you went to school, and then you went to the military, and a lot of things just started to happen. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. here you are after everything has just kind of unfolded, and it's like you had to just kind of pick up the pieces. As they say, you had to gather the pieces together and Mm -hmm. just figure out, you know, in all of this, because I think this is the part where you understand what it's like, what it means to be excellent when you're in school, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you're good, great. Mm Period. Yes. That's, that's what being, having, being, you know, acting in excellence, you know, you get good grades to bring them home. But here it is mm-hmm. when you're um, faced with uh, some adversity, in your case, um, a divorce, you know, what is excellence in that moment, right? right. So you have mm-hmm. people out there, and I'm always thinking about the audience because they're listening, and they're listening from the standpoint of what's in it for me. You know, hearing yeah. this story, where 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 can I go? Because I'm sure that there are some moms, maybe even dads, that are listening mm-hmm. that that's facing this now. And I know yeah. that you have different programs out there. What would you tell um, a mom or a dad that may not even be in the situation right now, but mm-hmm. may be facing the situation? Is there anything mm-hmm. that you would have done differently, or is there something that you would tell yourself, knowing what you know now, how to mm. become strong and stand in your power of excellence in the moment that could help someone who's listening now that's like, you know, yeah, that they could walk away from this, this show um, today and say that's exactly what I need to do, exactly what Dr. Sonia Strickland said. Well, it would be more so of those situations didn't happen to me. They happened for me. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't change anything. That happened, all of the chaos, all of the disappointments, all of the heartache. And I realized at this very moment, if I could go back and tell the younger version, hey, embrace everything that happens and just make sure I would give myself this advice. Make the right decision the first time, but if you don't just know, okay, you're going to have to deal with the consequences, but there's life after this. There's life after brokenness. There's life after hurt. There's life after divorce. There's life after losing everything. But again, those situations happen 
for us. They happen to us, but they happen for us to make us better. I wouldn't have this story to share with anyone. I wouldn't have a business where I can go and help people win, not just win, but dominate it in their life because this is not something that I read. Folks ask about, you know, you're a doctor. It should, it should have happened to you. You have all these degrees. And I have to quickly tell them my degrees have nothing to do with where I am today. I was fortunate enough to be able to go to school and get a higher level education. But though that life of being not just in the streets, but the life, the education I got from life is more profitable to me than anything because not only did it, did it help me and what it's going to do for you because of what you're going through is going to really set you up to ask this ask yourself this question who do i need to become to get to that level who do i need to become and for me i ask that even now because i know again there's always more what's next and every level there's new things you have to learn at every level and it gets harder and harder i'll be honest it doesn't get easier Degrees don't change that. More money doesn't change that. It's life experiences and being able to sit and mold your life into what you want. So if the one thing I could share, excuse me, another thing I could share with those that are listening, and you may be looking at your life and asking the question of, is there more? And I'm here to tell you, yes, there is absolutely more. And there are a few things you have to put in place in order to win. If I could share those, just a couple of things about where, how do you get to that level? Who do you need to become? And number one is being intentional about your life. This thing is going to happen. Every Life is going to happen every single day. But you get to decide how it happens to you. You get to decide. And it's just being intentional about winning. Most folks are not intentional about winning. They're, in, they're just here and they're surviving. This life we live should be more than just surviving. It has to be thriving to being your next level. So one with being intentional. Next is just getting really focused on what is your power. And I explain what power is. Just the possibilities, the opportunity, your wealth, worth, and well-being, um, doing things in excellence, and what is your responsible responsibility in this world. You just didn't come here to suck up air. You didn't come. You were not created just to go pay bills every day either. You were created for more than what you live right now. I don't care if you have millions of dollars. There's more to life than where you are right now. And last but not least, last part of winning, not just winning is dominating, is having the confidence to do this. That is the one thing that I know many people globally lack is confidence to become who they were created to be. Wow. And in all of that, you said a, a mouthful. And I love how you broke down power. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure people are out there listening and they're like, oh, the recipient of the Barack Obama Presidential <laughs> Lifetime Achievement Award. I love that. And I, I want to ask two questions about that. I had an opportunity to meet him, and I was blown yeah. away. Because when I was yeah. invited to have breakfast with the president, truly I thought that I would be in a room of thousands of people and I would just be in the room and able to see him from mm. my feet far off in the distance and be able to see him, um, you know, way up, up towards the stage. But I was right at the table with him. And it was, it was an amazing experience. So when I read that, I was like, yeah. wow, what was that like? How did that come about? And what was that like when you wow. received the, the call or the email or, uh, <laughs> you know, the invitation? What was that like? Tell us about that. I, I was blown away. And matter of fact, it was as I was retiring. So it was more of my outside duty outside of the military because I was giving back to young women um, and girls at this point. I was serving outside of the capacity. It's they call over and beyond your call of duty. It was things that I was giving back to the community. I found myself just wanting to help young women, girls, alternative schools. When I was in Charlotte and those places going out and spending time with them, young women that were pregnant, um, just really thought life was over spending time and just really caring and pouring into them to let them know that life is not over. Yes. You know, you're about to be a mom, but it doesn't mean your life is older, over and you can come back from this moment, do what you have to do at this place. You can still go to school. You see people go to school now getting, um, getting sworn in as attorneys and judges with their baby on their hip and you're sitting there. Life is not over. So when I got, um, when I was nominated, I said, oh, okay, that's great. I got nominated. But when I received my award and I was thinking, 
oh my goodness, this is real. One of the most highly achieved awards that an American can get. And I get it. I just, it was all so real that just truly blessed to have it. And it's thinking, okay, now this is the beginning. Now what? What more? Okay, can come to me at this. And I just said, just continue to do what you've been doing, but doing it at such a higher level. And and I'll say this, that in itself, um, and I know one day I wasn't uh, physically there to receive it because I was off at another event that I couldn't get out of. And I just said, one day I'll sit and have a conversation with um, Barack and Michelle, um, former president at this time, but just still great people to know um, of what they've done for this country. Wow. Wow. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. I, it's just one of those things because not only have you received that award, but you've received multiple awards. And I'm sure that there are, all of the awards that you have received aren't even listed in your bio <laughs> no. because it's just no. with someone of your, with your uh, background and what you've been able to accomplish, you can't put all of that on one sheet. Yeah, <laughs> it's just right. it's just Absolutely. impossible and as far as and, and as far as meeting um president I still say President Barack and Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. once a president, always a president, right? Um <laughs> but yeah. I'm sure that you will meet them because you have yes. that same drive and with her being on her book tour now, mm-hmm. I'm sure that mm-hmm. uh God will have it that your your paths will cross. Yeah. Because you've set it out there in the atmosphere. Who's the, who knows? You know, someone listening yes. may say, hey, I Absolutely. need to make that happen for Dr. Sonia Stribling. Uh-huh. So, you know, just yes. make your, you know what you say, be intentional <laughs> about yes. your winning. Absolutely. This is <laughs> Absolutely. exactly. For sure. I, I, I love it. I love it. I know in a few minutes here we'll be going to break, but you're also um, with, you know, Global Women Influence Award, and you are a global woman, and you are an influencer. Um, and with everything that you've done, um, like you said, you just keep living. You just keep doing what you've yeah. been doing. Just live out of a place of passion. Like right now, yeah. you, you are in Florida with your son on break, and you've yeah. been working because it's just your yeah. life. Your, your life's work just yeah. speaks for itself. And, yeah, you know, when, when you are called into your purpose, your life is your purpose. And it's not, you don't look at it. I, I know with, with me, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but when you're living in mm-hmm. your purpose and your passion, it's like, you know, you just, you just go. You just wake up and You do it like you have to breathe. This, this is how I breathe. I believe if I stopped doing this, I would stop breathing. And that is real. Most people don't understand. That's, that's the level of passion that I have for what I do. Is I do it like I breathe every single day. I thought about, you know, I quit. I'm good. I'm retired military. I can just kind of, you know, take a step back and chill. But it would seem like it would cut off the circulation and the blood flow of my body. And I, I just, I can't. This is what I do. This is something that God gave to me that nobody, no man, no woman, no child can take away. And it is just amazing to be able to do this. It's just, I, I, don't, I can't even put into words. And then the, the last thing I know we're going to break it is just from that award to the uh, Think and Grow Rich Napoleon Hill being a speaker for them. Who would have thought a little country girl from Wilson, Arkansas, who stuttered, who didn't have any confidence, uh, who's very, I would say, shy to a certain extent. I was loud, but I was shy. It was just a cover-up because I was insecure. Um, being able to do the things today, I'm just truly grateful that God would see fit that I could be a part of something so amazing to change the lives of thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people every single day. Wow. And to say that it's, it's like breathing. When we come back, we do want to talk more about the Think and Grow Rich and the Napoleon Hill Foundation, as well as, you know, um, your, your children. You know, a, a lot of times they help to propel us as well. Mm. And, you know, yes. sometimes people use them as an excuse to say why they can't do something. But in your case, mm-hmm. even starting earlier, that was more of a reason for why you had to do it. 
And even now, you just keep pushing, you keep driving, saying what's next, what's next. And now that whole passion, that whole drive is bigger than just your children. It's what it is that, it, what it is that you want, because everything you've done up to this yes. point has led you to where you are today and is continuing to fuel you to go even further. So we'll talk as when we come off a break to talk about what's next. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you have audacious faith for your business? We help you to learn more about stepping out on faith to brand your business and yourself in today's crowded, competitive marketplace. Is your marketing plan in order? How do you set yourself apart? Audacious Faith for Your Business with host Dawn Jordan-Jones will teach you the methods that can make yourself and others aware of who you are. Audacious Faith for Your Business is broadcast live every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in and see your hard work pay off. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to transform your life. Start by tuning in to The Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. Glenise combines business, relationships, wealth, life, and a whole lot of magic to create abundance and prosperity in every part of your life. It's all done through straight and often frank discussions in the best way that Glenise knows how. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Master your life with The Glenise Show. You're listening to Black Friday every Friday here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Grow. Evolve. Change. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. All right. So welcome back. Welcome back. I am your host, Dr. Kara Scott Dentley on The James Dentley Show for today. And we have a very, very, very special guest, Dr. Sonia Stribling, and we've been just talking about what it takes to win. What does it take to win? And just, you know, we talked about being intentional about your life, even when life knocks you down, like Les Brown says, if you can land on your back, if you can look up, you can get up. You know, being intentional. Um, don't merely, merely survive, but thrive. And we talked about just standing in your power and you actually had an acronym for power, and I was trying to write it all down, and I'm like, wait, the P, the O. <laughs> but if you want to start there and just lead into, <laughs> lead into, you know, just, you know, what you've been able to um, just pour into your sons. I know you have two sons, and three. they've been Actually, able three. to, you have three. three you sons. said two? Three. Yes. You have three sons. Three. So what you've been able to pour into them just by way of them just observing um, you and what you've been able to accomplish and just continuing to just move and just, you know, just push because of that whole thing of what's next. Most people who are uh, movers and shakers have that mentality. They have that always at the forefront, like, you know, professional athletes and even people who play high school sports and, you know, it's what's next, what's next, you know, let's go to practice to win the next game. So, you know, let's talk about, let's talk about, you know, what you've been able to pour into your three sons. How did I get two? Gave you two sons and it's three. Talk about just some of the conversations that you all have. Well, it's, you know, I, I can, I really started talking to them at a very young age. Now, the youngest one got the bulk of this because, you know, the oldest one I had at 15, so he's in his 
30. So we'll be 34, I think, this year. Yeah, 34. I got to think about it. Like, wow. oh, my gosh, am I 34? No, you're 34. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And then I have a 24-year-old who will have a, his 25th birthday this year. My youngest is a freshman in college, and he's 19. And he'll be 20. That, that's all in my mind. But I talk to them about standing in their own power, really standing in their power. And that's, the, again, the, the uh, possibilities, opportunities, wealth, worth, and well-being, um, doing things in excellence, and then the R is for responsibility. And just having conversations with them now, it's like, OMG, these young men, especially the baby is different because he was here seeing the bulk of all this. You know, he was a baby through the divorce, nine years old, something like that, um, nine, ten years old, and he saw mommy, you know, trying not to cry, but he just went through this, this thing of seeing me go through this and now where I am now and being there at night, hearing me, you know, online, doing social media, having conversations, 10, 11 o'clock at night when he's supposed to be asleep. And all I talked about was owning your power. So I can remember uh, a couple of years before he went to college, he put this sticky up in his window and it was be intentional. And he said, these are the things that he wanted to accomplish over the next 90 days. And he wrote them down. And I remember being in his bathroom, just making, you know, cleaning after him because, you know, they don't clean properly as teenagers. And I looked up in his yellow sticky. He said, power, be intentional. My goals for 90 days. And those are conversations I was having at night with my followers on social media. I didn't have them with him at that time. I was having with them, but his bedroom was over my office. He could hear me. And so even Mm. now at 19, conversations we have about his life and, you know, mom, I don't want to drink. I know all, you know, the college students are doing this and they're doing that. And I'm sitting back, my children, I'm sorry, I get emotional just thinking about it. My children saw me do this. They got to see me, you know, that song the kids listen to, Walk It Like I Talk It. They got me, they got an opportunity to see me do this. And the things that I was telling people to do, I was doing it and they saw it. So it wasn't being this hypocritical mom saying, oh, you're teaching people and people are paying you to do this, this, and this, but you're not doing it at home. I never heard that. I heard more so of mom, I'm so proud of you. Mom, you wrote a book. So just having a conversation with them. And then my center son is in the NFL. And just seeing him do what he does as a young man and not really asking for much at all other than, hey, mom, what do I do about this? What do you think about this? Or making those phone calls and saying or texting, say, hey, mom, are you free? I want to talk to you for a minute. And I always know it's a conversation, an adult conversation we're about to have, not as mom, but, hey, I need your input on this. I feel I just need a loving and I'm loving, but he said, I just need that level-headed conversation about, okay, hey, maybe I'm not playing as much in NFL. Do I go get a job? And the conversations of being honest, no, this is about being intentional. This is not about because it's not working right now. It doesn't mean it's not going to happen. We're not going to get a nine to five. No disrespect to anybody that's listening. I got the opportunity to go through all of that, the chopping cotton, working 24-7 for the military, not to teach my kids. They went to college. But it wasn't for them to go get a job, per se. And so my prayer has been, I want to teach them how to be business owners. And so those are the conversations we're having about money and finances finances, and really owning your power. So those are the conversations that I have with my three grown men, even now as their mom, as their friend, as their confidant, and I'll be honest, as their coach. Hmm. I love that. I love that because, as you know, we have a six-year-old, right, Um, little Mm -hmm. Caden, and he listens to conference calls. Sometimes I'm in his room or I'm putting him in the tub, and we have an overview call at 8 and a training call at 9, and just like your kids were overhearing you, sometimes Caden comes back and says something that he's heard on the call, either from myself or from James, and he'll repeat it. And, it, you know, like for, for, you know, Halloween, he wanted to dress Well, he wanted to dress up because everybody in the school, they were having a party. And I said, well, what do you want to dress up as? He said, I want to be a businessman. And I'm mm. like, wow. 
And I said, well, you know, well, we already have a suit, okay, covered. And we drew on his little mustache, and, you know, he just thought, oh, my God. He, it, because he was dressed as a businessman, he even walked to the bus stop differently. It wasn't the run, you mm. know. <laughs> it was, yeah. wait a minute, I'm a businessman. Yeah. I need to walk to the bus stop. <laughs> and when I told him, I said, well, you're you going to carry one of my bags. How about that? Just, just a regular bag from a conference. Mm-hmm. He said, no, I need a mm-hmm. briefcase. And I'm wow. looking at this little boy, and I didn't want to steal his dream. I'm like, you need a briefcase? He said, yeah, Mommy, I, I need a briefcase. I went on and bought the briefcase. Wow. Because that's better than anything wow. else he could have asked for. And we yeah. still have that briefcase. So just like what you were saying, just, you know, the exposure. Exposure. Mm-hmm. And children, they, they hear what you say, but they watch what you do. Yes. And so that's what your sons, you know, they have a, a, a lot of reason to be very proud of mm-hmm. you. I remember just hearing mm-hmm. about you before I met you, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't meet, wait to meet her. And anybody who's listening on this line, everything that you hear about her is, is real, it's authentic, she's genuine, she's down to earth, she's cool, she's laid back, she's everything that most people try to put on a facade to, mm-hmm. to be, and you own it. You own it. When we had the Inspire event and you were here and you brought like probably mostly everybody in the audience to tears because of your, uh, you know, and I'm sure some of it just come from the fight from within, just letting people know and being passionate about it. But, you know, military training and the way that you were getting people's faces, I was like, that's so bomb. Like you came in and you always talk about dominate because you dominate your space in helping people mm-hmm. to overcome their setbacks, to believing in themselves yeah. again, to stepping in their power. You know, how can not just the people that you coach and you mentor, but even your own offsprings, how can they not believe when you are a walking prime example of what all of it means? How can they not? And I know that you have so many different things going on. Like even now, you know, you're out there with your, with your son for a break and you're still working, which, which I, you know, that's, that's to be, you know, tell your son, thank you for lending you to us (laughs) for the show, um, (laughs) for this segment. But with the Think and Grow Rich, you know, we, we were talking about just what's next, what's next. You know, I know you have a lot of programs Mm -hmm. that you offer people. And before we shut down, before we close out, I want you to talk about, you know, how can a person connect with you if they if they mm-hmm. want to you know I know that your book is full which is why you're working yeah. through the break but you know people may you yeah. know get on a waiting list or so be added to your yeah. um, you know to your um, newsletter you know your newsletter uh, mailing like list so that they could be yeah. a part of what you have going on or to connect with you on the Think and Grow Rich <laughs> tour which uh, James is yeah. on as well or to connect yes. with you through the Napoleon Hill Foundation, just to be where you are, so that they could just glean off of your your energy and your strength, mm-hmm. you know. So if we would talk about that for a minute, about just you know what 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 is the Thinking Grow Rich tour? Let's talk about that, and then we'll talk about how can everyone reach you. Thinking Grow Rich is something, and I'll go back. I have three volumes, three different editions of the books. And I read it when I was younger, but kind of skimmed through it. Um, And then I read it again in the military. And then uh, probably about 10 years ago, I got the purple edition. It's like it's got a workbook and all of that. And I kind of went through a little bit. But I was... But I remember some of the principles that were on there. And the biggest one that stands out to me, and if you ask me what does this tour really do, the tour is going to set some people up for success. It is not just about wealth and money. It really doesn't even talk about, like, money, the tangible money. It talks about the mindset that you have to be wealthy. Um, And wealth is just not, again, with money. It's just your life, your lifestyle, what you think about, what you want to attract to you. And it was one of being decisive. But if anything else stands out to me as being a decisive uh, person who makes decisions, uh, quick quick to make decisions and slow to change their mind and all of that because it kind of leads into procrastination. But the the tour in itself is for those who really want to change your life. 
They want to change their life. They want to change their lifestyle. They want to start their business. They just, they want the very best. And it, I would call it honestly dominating in their life and business. That's who the tour is for. And so, of course, they can always go to TGRWorldTour.com, TGRWorldTour.com. And that's for Think Grow Rich World Tour. Um, we're in 15 cities in the U.S. and we're going to go to 16 countries. Um, and they can always use the word power. My word for them to get $200 off is power, P-O-W-E-R, of course. But that is really for those. And the thing about this is, I'll be honest, for those that are listening, I don't think my culture, my age group at that time was privy to it. Young black girls, no, young black boys, I don't, I don't think it was. Unless they did, they were somewhere else. But I know it wasn't something. When I said younger, I'm talking about college because I was around other cultures. But it is something that is absolutely needed. So no matter where you are, go find the website, get your ticket, get your discount for sure so you can really get in the room. I tell people get in the room is the biggest thing. And a lot of times, one, we don't think we belong. Number two, we, we, when we get in there, we're like, okay, what do we do when we get there? You will learn and understand getting the confidence to know you belong in the room. And a lot of times we don't even, I don't even, I didn't wait for someone to invite me into a room. I created my own table and the table created the room. And then I got invited into mm. some of the larger uh, places. So that is a big thing that is going on, the Think and Grow Rich World Tour. I also go into my second season. Um, for the Dr. Sonia experience on Bravo Network. So um, getting back on set um, in front of the camera is going to be big. And then also just this whole 2019 is the year of dominance and really helping women find their voice. So we launched the Women Speaking Grow Rich, and it's more of passing her to Mike, helping women tell their story. All of us have a story. There's some mm. men that are listening, maybe your wife, your sister, your daughter, helping them give their story a voice and a bank account. Let me say that again, just in case somebody missed it. Just give me a story of voice and a bank account. It is time for people to hear your story. And some are curious about how much do I share? Well, you get to learn all that. So for those that are really ready to change their life, their lifestyle, build a business out of their life experience and knowledge is more so, just make sure you go to drsonyafreegift.com. Free gift talks about winning, how to win in life and business, something very simple. It gets you um, a free gift. It gets you on the mailing list so you can really starting to connect with what's going on. There is a long waiting list. I'll be honest. Um, that is a great thing. I'm very selective about who I work with. And it's not people who have it together. I'm looking for someone who walks with a limp. And I think if you know, we're, I'm, I'm laughing. Walking with a limp is someone who's not perfect, but they want to learn how to change their life and build a legacy for their children's children's children. Wow. I love it. Well, we have come to the end of our segment, and I can't tell you how honored I am to have you on the show, myself as well as Dr. J uh, James Dentley, to just, you know, have you to come on here and to pour out and to share with our audience. And, you know, Think and Grow Rich, the world tour, and to go to Dr. Sonia Stribling's uh, website to get your free download. You want to continue to stay connected with her because of what she's been able to accomplish, and not just that, but what she can help you as, as just, you know, hey, where do I go from here to help you accomplish those things that are set before you as well. So once again, thank you, Dr. Sonia Stribling, and we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Um, I wish that we could have you on here for the next hour, but, you know, we have come to the end of this segment, and I believe that we are just shutting it down. So thank you to all of our listeners. We will be back on here to, on Friday, next Friday, so be sure to tune in to the James Dentley Show, and you can always go back and watch and listen to any of the replays that have come before us. And the, um, the founder of Think and Grow Rich, the World Tour, has been on the show as well, Dr. John Shen. So he's been on the show, so you can go back and listen to that show. Well, you all have a blessed and prosperous day, and we'll be back in touch for next Friday. Be sure to tune in. Thank you. Peace. Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.